Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Southcom podcast. I'm Rich Crusan from Southcom Public Affairs, and today it's my honor and privilege to welcome Colombian General, Brigadier General Eric Rodriguez, who leads the Exercises and Coalition Affairs Directorate at United States Southern Command. Welcome to the podcast, General Rodriguez. Thank you very much, Richard, and good afternoon for all your distinguished audience. Sir, before we get started with today's topic, could you tell our listeners a little bit about where you grew up, your military background, and some of your first experiences working with the United States military so that our listeners can get to know you a little bit better? Absolutely, Richard. I was born and grew up in Bucaramanga, also known as the beautiful city. It's located in the northeastern side of Colombia, my country. In 1990, I graduated from the Colombian Military School, Jose Maria Cordova, as a professional in military sciences, and I was commissioned as a second lieutenant of the Colombian Army. I got a bachelor's degree in business administration from the Military University Nueva Granada and got two specializations. The first one in international political and affairs from the Externado Universidad Externado de Colombia and Science Po University, and another in international law on armed conflicts from the Colombian Military School. I hold two master's degrees, one in strategy and international security from the King's College London University, and the other one in national security and defense from the Colombian War College, and also a member of the United Kingdom Royal College of Defense Studies. In the Army, my branch is Calvary, and a military paratrooper specialized in military intelligence. But most of the time of my career, I had been in command positions, planning executing and leading military operations, counter-guerrilla operations, and counter-narcotic in the most compromised regions of my, of my country in order to protect the population, stabilize those regions, and contribute to create a better condition of life for my connationals. I have been working before with the United States military forces. My first experience was in 1990, when still being a cadet, I attended a course in Fort Benning, Georgia for a month. It was an amazing experience. For me, it was the first time out of my country and meeting a different army. It was a very good month. After that, in 2001, I went back to Fort Benning and attended a course in information operations at Winsick. And after that opportunity, during 2009, I was the Colombian liaison officer at US Army South in Fort Sam Houston, San Antonio, Texas, for a year and a half. I think that was preparation for my current position at Southcom. Sir, that would bring me to my second question. As a Colombian general officer with oversight of such a key directorate at United States Southern Command, how do you think your military background, experience, and perspective now benefit the Southcom's mission? Richard, I have 32 years of experience planning 
directing and executing military operations on the ground in my country. Those operations have involved civil affairs activities, humanitarian assistance, interagency coordination, and public-private cooperation. And this practice has provided me a clear understanding on the regional context and the common threats that affect our democracies in the region. I think also that the intent for having a Colombian general here was precisely to get that experience and a perspective from a Latin American partner nation soldier in the team to make the work together. Yes, sir. That's a great answer. If you could describe a little bit about your role at Southcom, knowing that now you are the third Colombian general officer to hold the role that you currently hold at Southcom, describe that in the context of the importance of partnership, primarily U.S. and Colombian partnership, but just partnership in general. Okay, Richard. I was designated by the Colombian Military Forces Commanding past December to be part of this exchange with Southcom. And I arrived here at the end of January to be part of this great team. My position is as Exercise and Coalition Affairs Director, J79. And I have seven different divisions to lead under my directorate. The first one is Joint Training Exercises, the second, Civil Affairs, Humanitarian Assistance, Public-Private Cooperation, Interagency Integration, Science and Technology, and Training Division. These divisions are conformed by a team of people. I, it has been a very good surprise for me. I have found here civilian and military people with the highest human qualities, all very professional and experienced with a deep commitment and passion for their work. In addition, from the role of these offices, all of them are working to support the three line of effort of SouthCon, strengthen partnership with the partner nations, countering threat in the region, and also building constantly the team to keep well-trained, informed, and capable to face everyday challenges. In the context of the partnership, you know, I am a Colombian soldier, proud to serve my country. And now from this position in Southcom, I'm not only playing a reciprocal role between Colombia and United States, but at the same time, I think I'm contributing to regional security, working for the Caribbean, Central and South American countries. You know, here at the headquarters, I'm not the only Latin American officer. We have also General David, he is a Brazilian Air Force officer who is the military deputy in J-5. And there are 10 more officers who serve as military advisors. There are representation from Argentina, Brazil, Canada, Chile, Ecuador, Peru, France, the United Kingdom, Netherlands. And there are also a Colombian colonel working here too with me. And we have also more than 20 officers from the partner nations working at Jayada South and every company, US Army South, Air Force South, Navy South, Air Force, every company have a team of partner nation advisors working together with their staff. I think that this level of integration reflects an intent for strengthening the partnership, interoperability, and counter the threats joined together. 
this in an international cooperation basis that arise from the recognition of two facts. First of all, the existence of democratic values and principles common to our nations and to our military and security forces. And in second term, the presence of a vicious circle of threats to our countries that we must fight together. This is an association founded on respect, trust and cooperation. This vicious cycle of threats has a transnational scope. Some threats are of natural origin. Hurricanes, earthquake, climate change, and other threats are originated by the transnational criminal organizations, the violent extremist organizations. There are also some actors external to the region playing an important role here in the Caribbean Basin Central and South America, and all of them collide with corruption networks to promote and protect illicit activities, such as the drug trafficking, human trafficking, illegal mining, arms trafficking, and these threats go beyond the borders of our countries. And the only consistent, effective way to combat them is with international cooperation. For that reason, mutual knowledge, friendship, close coordination, interoperability between military and security forces of the region is important. The peace, did you see, the peace and stability enjoyed by most of our hemisphere is not an accident. For sure, has been the result of decades of friendly cooperation between military forces and law enforcement agencies that see each other as friends, partners working together for the common good. Sir, you talked about the vicious circle of threats. Yes. And as you mentioned, so many functions that you do have. Can you describe a little bit about the impact COVID has had on humanitarian assistance and public-private cooperation? Of course. Regarding the pandemic response, it is important to highlight the remarkable outcomes, humanitarian assistance and disaster relief responses during this crisis. I have to say that as a Colombian officer, I had known since many years ago about the involvement of SADCOM in humanitarian assistance and disaster relief activities in the region. However, after being here, has been a great surprise for me to see the real scope of SOUTHCOM efforts to respond quickly in support of many countries in the region. We can mention that, the, for instance, since the beginning of the COVID-19 response in March of 2020, until today, SOUTHCOM have executed 478 projects in 28 countries, totaling more or less 50 Six million US dollars, providing personal protective equipment, ventilators, oxygen generators, even 30 field hospitals, valued approximately $750,000 everyone, and also have contributed to the renovation and refurbishing of medical facilities through the regions. And in other hands, as a response to ETA and IOTA hurricanes, the Joint Task Force Bravo helicopters flew the past year during November more than 277 missions in support of USAID operations, delivering 
more than 1.2 million pounds or 545 metric tons of release supplies, transporting also more than 160 rescue workers and rescuing more than 800 persons that were isolated or threatened by the floodings in Honduras, Panama, Guatemala, even our Colombian island of Providencia. Also, we can mention the public-private cooperation division activities, engaging more than 160 different non-federal entities, partners, that enable to coordinate donations in support of these communities after the hurricanes and helping with the COVID crisis too. They got efforts valued in three million US dollars through this activity. There has been no part of this specific response, but I want to talk about another office that depends of humanitarian assistance. Yes, the team of humanitarian mind actions. They have been working closely with the Department of Defense through the security cooperation offices in support to Colombia, Ecuador, and Peru by assisting throughout the detention and the clearance of landmines that had been left on the ground near the, the schools, near some little towns by the guerrillas and the terrorist groups. I think this is an amazing work. Thank you, sir. Sir, also, you mentioned exercises. It looks like Southcom is getting ready to start exercises again. I think the first exercise on schedule that Southcom runs is Trade Winds 21. Can you tell us a little bit about Trade Winds 21? You're right, Richard. We are trying to going back to, to action to the exercise. And Trade Winds is going to take place in Guyana in June of this year. This is an international military exercise that seeks for strengthening interoperability and partnership between the countries that are part of the Caribbean Basin specifically. It is both a command post exercise and a field training exercise focused on foreign military interaction international interagency cooperation, maritime interdiction, and ground security. For these years, the exercise posed a counter-transnational crime organization and counter-violent extremist organization as scenario to enhance the regional collaboration, stability, and response effectiveness to the security threats. Um, we are going to have 24 countries participating in this exercise. Sir, do you think trade wins with the counter transnational criminal organization and counter violent extremist organization focus, knowing that it's training, do you really think it can have an impact on actually counter transnational criminal organizations or extremist organizations? Of course it can. In fact, it's doing it. Transnational criminal organizations are able of being defeated only throughout international cooperation. And this international cooperation starts with agreements and then needs fast communications and coordination. Also a common understanding and knowledge of the phenomena and needs also interoperability and close relationship. And that's what these exercises are about. We can be sure that 
the international successful interdiction operations that had taken place in the Caribbean region has been a direct result of these exercises and the abilities that all the partner nations have got during these exercises. Even successful operations executed in internal scenarios of many countries have been possible due to the capabilities acquired by their military and security forces throughout these exercises. Sir, you know, Admiral Fowler is very strong about strengthening partnerships. And I know Colombian and U.S. relations, as far as our partnership goes back decades now, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show on the Southcom podcast. Do you have any final thoughts or final words? Richard, thank you very much. As you said, really has been a long-standing relationship of decades of working together based on mutual respect, uh, trust, confidence, and having clear objectives to protect the, the region. And the best part is that it's not only about Colombia and United States. We, all the, the party nations in the region, the community of Caribbean Basin, Central America and South America, we are working together to counter these threats, these threats that are looming on our region. Sir, thank you for spending time with me on today's Southcom podcast. It's been a pleasure to speak with you. Our next podcast will be on Women's History Month, followed by another podcast on a, more specifically the humanitarian assistance projects from your from your directorate, sir. Thank you for joining us. Richard, thank you very much by having me here, attending this space, and have a great day. Thank you. Thank you, sir.